Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. So happy to have you here. So, uh, yeah, a lot of articles on CruiseRadio.net. Thank you to Sarah Phillips for helping me write all of these. Uh, if you're a travel agent, great information for your clients. If you're a cruiser, great information for you to pass along to your fellow cruiser friends because uh, Cruise Radio.net is now loaded up and stacked with plenty of articles for your uh, reading pleasure. On this show, we're going to get a review of the MSC Davina, but not just the MSC Davina, the MSC Davina Yacht Club. Yeah, very fancy. It's uh, kind of compared to NCL's The Haven uh, aboard some of their ships. So Howard stops by to uh, chat with us a little later on in the program. But first, as always, with five things you need to know, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy with Cruise News. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug, doing great yourself? Good, man. I can't believe we missed this first story last week, Stuart, with so much going on. But Norwegian Cruise Line, they announced a special kind of beverage package starting on Norwegian Sky in 2016. Uh, talk to us and fill us in about this. Well, they're going to be including the drinks uh, on Norwegian Sky uh, beginning in 2016. Hmm. Now, <clears throat> why are they doing that? Well, Majesty, Majesty of the Seas, which is currently on the run for Royal Caribbean, is leaving. They're bringing in a nicer, newer, larger ship, uh, Enchantment of the Seas, uh, into the market. And in order to attempt to keep their prices high with uh, with this ship, uh, you know, they're going to try to include the drinks. Now, what's interesting is the Enchantment was uh, you know, built in 1997, while Norwegian Sky was 1999. But uh, it, it appears they, they don't think very highly of their ship, so they're including these, uh, these beverage packages in order to try to keep their yields, um, you know, where they are, which, you know, really isn't, you know, too high. But uh, what's also interesting is <laughs> Carnival's response to all this is that they're bringing back, um, which is coming back full circle, Doug, they're bringing back Carnival Fantasy. Right, yeah. Which at that time will be will have been uh, debuted in Miami 26 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I assure you that Carnival is not going to be including drinks uh, on this ship. So, um, so they don't seem to be too concerned at all about what Royal Caribbean is doing. Uh, and, you know, it, it kind of appears like NCL is panicking. Let me ask you this. You say, uh, or we say that beer is going to be included or alcohol is included. Is this like a free-for-all, like anything you want, just call it, we'll sling it to you? Obviously, you have to be 21 or older. Well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I would think uh, certain personal uh, uh, injury attorneys are, are foaming at the mouth over the, po- over the prospects. Yeah, you'll have Jim Walker waiting pierside side when that <laughs> ship comes back. Um, <laughs> let's move on because uh, we have one more thing with Norwegian Cruise Line here. Uh, they were testing a room service fee on Norwegian Getaway and Norwegian Breakaway, and uh, it looks like they're rolling this out fleet-wide? They are going fleet-wide. They are going to charge uh, seven ninety-five for items that are chosen off of their uh, – more extensive menu. So, mm-hmm. if, like you want eggs or or hot food with your room service, uh, they're going to charge you uh, seven ninety five for the delivery, not not per item, but just for the delivery. Uh, if you choose items off the regular menu, then you will not. Then the, there is no charge. Okay, so if you order the standard menu, 
no rates apply, but like the hot food, seven ninety five charge. Yeah, if you okay. decide you want a filet mignon and uh, you want to deliver to your room, then uh, hey. they're going to charge you. Hey, fair enough. Uh, next story here. MSC Cruises announced that MSC Davina is coming back to Miami year-round. Haven't we heard this before? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they're going to they're gonna try it again. Okay. They, they never made it year-round yet. Uh, you know, the ship came in in uh, November a couple years ago or a year ago. Um, it wound up going to in the summer. It was chartered uh, for almost uh, three months uh, for the you know uh, to Mexico, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's it's now in Europe. So they're going to try it again. The ship will be returning in uh, November, and uh, the ship will be uh, at that point based year round. So they're going to try it again. Let me ask you this. Um, MSC Davina comes back, and of course, they charge super, super low prices for these sailings. So let's just say a seven-night on MSC Davina is two ninety nine because they're trying to fill the ship. Does that jack with the other cruise line's pricing structure? It did make an impact mm-hmm. and because uh, a lot of people are, why do I want to pay more to go on another cruise line? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, a lot of the other cruise uh, cruise lines were – just up in arms because they were they were doing very well getting the prices higher, but because MSC is such an unknown here in the in the U.S. that uh, they were having to make a point of here I am I'm going to essentially give you a free cruise. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it was having an impact, but uh, you know things things are improving, and uh, you know thankfully uh, for for everyone involved, and uh, hopefully we'll start to see more ships as well. Yeah, very good, Cunard had a big fleet meetup in Southampton, but uh, not just your ordinary meetup. The three queens uh, completed their world cruises and met up in uh, Southampton, England. And uh, they did you know, kick off the UK's uh, celebration of the 175th anniversary. You may remember back in February, Kennard's Queen Elizabeth met up with the former Queen Mary in Long Beach. And that was the actual official kickoff of Kennard's uh, 175th anniversary celebration. So uh, what we what we just saw was the three queens rendezvousing and uh, continuing the celebration, which began February 9th in Long Beach, California. Now, when you say three queens are rendezvousing in Southampton, you are talking about the ships, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, just making sure. <laughs> yeah, so I don't sure. think they've got three queens in, uh, in England, but... Uh, I'm talking about Queen Mary II, Queen Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth. And they also did something special for the new royal baby. Uh, yeah, and I understand that uh, you joined along. Uh, all three <laughs> ships at noon sounded their horns, uh, and a lot of people were very uh, uh, curious to know why you were honking your horn <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> up there in Jacksonville. But uh, everyone did find out why, that uh, you were just overwhelmed with excitement with the uh, delivery of uh, Charlotte, Elizabeth, Diana, Windsor, Yes, yes. I couldn't leave my television. I was glued for 24 hours. Uh, moving on here, a cruise port in New Zealand had the option to get Ovation of the Seas, uh, which is a, an upcoming Royal Caribbean ship, but they declined it. Why is that? Well, they didn't actually decline it. What, what essentially is going on is they're, um, they, they're, they're claim- I, I think what they're doing is they're uh, jockeying for something. But uh, what, what they said they were not doing was they were not going to be uh, making the port improvements, modifications, in order to be able to accommodate ovation of the seas. It would kind of seem uh, foolish from an economic standpoint, wouldn't it? It would, it would really be crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really makes the, you know, adding in New Zealand, uh, you know, really adds a lot of flavor to the, uh, you know, to the itineraries out there. Um, a lot of people in Australia, you know, they they cruised around Australia. They do want to see New Zealand, as well as a lot of the international passengers 
uh, especially our Southeast Asia friends, uh, along with uh, you know China, that uh, really makes the adds a lot of flavor to the itineraries. It'll be a big mistake not to accommodate Ovation of the Seas. Speaking of Asia. Princess Cruises has a ship coming out in 2017 that is being purpose-built for Asia. Did I read that correctly? You read it correctly, okay. that uh, the new princess ship, uh, TBA, um, will be um, basing their new ship, which is set to uh, debut in the summer of 2017, and uh, they will base it in Shanghai, joining uh, Royal Caribbean's uh, Quantum of the Seas, uh, sailing there year-round. We've been talking with Stuart Shearer on The Cruise Guy. Find him on Twitter at Cruise Guy or his website, CruiseGuy.com. Thank you, Stuart. Hey, my pleasure, Doug. This is Cruise Radio. When is your next cruise? Where are you going? And what are you going to do once you get there? Market-leading specialist CruisingExcursions.com offers savings up to 60% offshore excursions versus cruise line prices. Whether it's private, shared, scenic, historic, or family tours, CruisingExcursions.com has up to 12,000 excursions in over 700 ports worldwide, like Rome, Vatican City, St. Petersburg, in which we include the visas, Sydney, and Jamaica, just to name a few. You can even bundle your excursions for more savings. Make your next vacation affordable and unforgettable by visiting CruisingExcursions.com. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not, not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. We always like getting your cruise reviews here at Cruise Radio. If you have one you'd like to share, just email comments at cruiseradio.net like Howard Kaufman did. He just returned from a seven-night Bermuda cruise aboard MSC Davina, and he joins us this evening. Hey, Howard, how you doing? I'm doing well, Doug. How about yourself? You didn't really know about MSC Cruises until a couple of years ago. Share that story with us. We, my wife and I were looking for a special cruise a few years ago for a special anniversary, and we wanted to go over to Europe. And we checked all of the legacy, um, uh, the Royal Caribbeans that we've cruised on before and, 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 and Celebrity and, and uh, NCL, and really didn't find a good itinerary 
that would match what we're looking to visit a lot of the um, uh, a lot of the, um, the 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 destinations. So my wife did a search and came up with MSC. Hadn't heard of them before. We know they're the one of the largest container cargo companies in the world, but didn't know them for cruising. And she did a little more investigation and said, "Hey, there's something called the Yacht Club. If we're going to go over Europe, let's." Try something different where it's special services. It's it's a little more expensive, but I think the the amenities that you'll get from uh, immediately on board check-in uh, right when you get to the pier through butler service and food, it would be something different and special. And uh, we've been four cruises with them now in the Yacht Club since then. Very good. So let's go. Let's talk about your embarkation process out of Port Miami to MS, uh, MSC Davina. Normally, there's not a problem with the Yacht Club because there's a special line that you get in. But because the port had not cleared the boat, it was a little more chaotic uh, when we, we got on the ship. Uh, once we waited maybe 15, 20 minutes, we got to the folks uh, and what they do is they take you on board, they register you, they give you the cards separately, and they bring you right off to the ship so you avoid those long lines that uh, you normally will on some of the other cruise lines. Yeah, you were, you were mentioning that this was your second time aboard MSC Davina. So what were your impressions this time around? Pretty much the same. It's, uh, the people were friendly, very clean ship, the three ships that we've been on, immaculate, um, since we've been on other cruise lines, just their attitude is, is much more customer friendly. We found mm-hmm. regardless of where we're, we're walking throughout the ship and just, um, um, it's almost like they treat you like family. That, that was our opinion. Cool. I want to get your opinion on this because, uh, I think the ship is just beautiful on the inside, the decor. What are your thoughts? Uh, it definitely has, they're an Italian cruise liner. It definitely has Italian art. The, uh, common areas are, they're named, uh, in Italian and, uh, the food is mainly Italian, but, uh, coming over here to the U S they've Americanized the menu. So the food that we experienced over in, 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 in Italy and in Europe, uh, were, uh, different than here for the American market. Right. Gotcha. Let's talk about the staterooms because you were in MSC Yacht Club. So as you were just talking about, it's a whole different experience than just sailing with the regular folks down there on the regular passenger decks. So uh, talk about the MSC Yacht Club. Like, What was so different about the Yacht Club than it would say if I went on and just stayed on deck number four? It's the 15th and 16th floor. It's approximately 60 some odd cabins uh, that uh, have a concierge area. It's separated from uh, everything else. The They have a uh, top sail lounge in the front where it's accessible 20 hours a day. Uh, it includes all uh, liquor, beer and wine, stocked fridge. The rooms uh, are, are not huge, but they're very well um, uh, ornamented. The, uh, everything is new. It's, it has Egyptian sheeting, very comfortable. And it also has a special dining room where uh, you go to for three meals a day. What really sold us on the Yacht Club was the butler service mm. up there. How was that? They will walk you to your meals. They will bring you breakfast in the morning. You call the concierge. Um, uh, whatever you want, they will bring to you. Uh, it's really having uh, personal service. There's maybe one butler for, say, eight to nine uh, cabins. Uh, there's maybe three people in total that will clean the cabin. And 
as much as on regular cruising, uh, you know, you have a good stateroom attendant. Uh, this takes to a much different level where they want to do everything for you. Nice. And it just, uh, it's, it's a very different experience than what we were used to and it's hard to go back quite truthfully. I was going to say, cause I've never had a Butler before. I mean, are they like, are they unpacking your bags and all that too? They will if you want. One butler always wanted to iron, get my shirts ironed. Another butler um, uh, always uh, wanted to shine my shoes. Uh, they find out what you like. If you like to drink Coke or a beer, they'll stock the fridge. My favorite are these little chocolate-covered peanuts in these little cans mm-hmm. that once they know what you like, uh, it's always stocked with that for the week. When you're in the Yacht Club, are you going to the regular parts of the ship for anything, or could you sail the whole cruise in the Yacht Club if you wanted to? Like, Is there a pool and all that up there as well? They have on, on top of the um, on the 18th floor, they have a uh, dining area. They have a separate pool. They have a separate um, whirl, two whirlpools, enough seating for a couple hundred people. Uh, they'll come around and, and get you cocktails. Uh, but if you want to go to shows, you want to go to shops, you, you're still walking through the, the whole ship in itself. It's just if you if you want to choose to stay up at the top sale of the restaurant and, and not do anything, if that's the way you choose to spend your vacation, uh, you could certainly do that. All right. Let's talk about dining aboard MSC Davina. What do you think? Initially, we had some reservations because over um, over in Italy, we weren't sure of what some of the menu items were. <laughs> and uh, very professional waiters. You have the same waiter every night. Uh, the food, uh, they always had an alternative menu. But as they say on the Divina out of the U.S., it was more Americanized where there were um, lamb chops, lobster tails. Uh, they always had the traditional back up sirloin steak or, or salmon for the American market. I mean, we found nothing wrong with the food, but maybe the selection was a little not what we were used to uh, over in, you know, over, over in Europe. Very good. Very good. So let's talk about the entertainment aboard MSC Davina. I just had some friends get off a couple of weeks ago and they were raving about the, the shows in the, the show theater, the main theater there. What were your thoughts about the entertainment? We thought the entertainment was good, but one thing that we missed that, Royal is is known for its live band music mm-hmm. on stage. Uh, the singers and dancers were excellent. The shows we had seen before, good acoustics in the theater. But there's nothing like seeing a six or eight piece band playing with the singers and dancers on the stage. And on this particular cruise, they really had more songs that were in Italian than in English. Everybody knows some of the more common songs, but. Sure. Um, it was almost like they were playing to a more um, European or Italian um, crowd, more more so all these folks were obviously out of Miami. There were a lot of people, uh, you know, who, who were American on the ship. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, what, do, what did you think the mix was as far as like Europeans to Americans on there? On this particular cruise, I'd say it was probably 60 percent Americans. There gotcha. were a lot of uh, French, Spanish and German folks, uh, Italian, a good mix. Everybody was was cordial. And because this was such a unique cruise to Bermuda and in the Bahamas, it had more more American appeal because typically the, the ship, the Divina does the Caribbean, the east and west. How was the service in the dining room? Service was excellent. Um, now, I know that uh, my wife has read some reviews on Cruise Critic, and uh, frankly, we haven't eaten down 
in the regular dining room. We walk by it. A lot of the items are the same. It's hard when you have one waiter for four or five tables. We've been on other cruises where the food is great, the service is great in the dining room. In Carl Lemuse, which is the restaurant for the yacht club, the uh, the wine the wine guy knows you, gets to know you what you like to drink. Your waiter knows what you want. They just seem to be a lot more personable up there because they're only the restaurant holds I think 200 people and altogether the 60 cabins. So um, there's never there was never an issue with waiting. And it was almost like being served by family. Nice. Did you ever go down and eat it like in the buffet area? I think we did once. Uh, it was a formal night. We just didn't feel like getting dressed up <laughs> right. or going up there. And uh, the next night, the waiter wanted to know where we were. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I don't believe anybody went, went hungry on this cruise. <laughs> I got you. Let's switch gears here and talk about the ship itself during sea days. Because one thing that really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves itself inside and out during sea days. So what were your impressions of MSC Davina while it was at sea? Uh, very smooth. It's a large ship. Uh, there was some uh, rain as we were going into the Bermuda Triangle area. Uh, very few swells. We happened to hit a real good week of weather where it was sunny, it was warm, it wasn't windy. Uh, it, it, we've been on the ship before where the, where the waves were a little bit higher, and the ship does very well. well certainly over the Mediterranean, it, it, it's not as harsh potentially the Atlantic, but it's a, it's a large ship and never, we didn't have an issue with the, uh, with, with the motion. How about as far as passenger flow? The only time that we felt uh, was getting in and out, getting out of the uh, main for the shows or the entertainment. Mm -hmm. I believe it holds about 1500 or so people. It's very big. Uh, other than that, uh, walking through the casino or uh, through the main centrum of shopping, uh, very rarely did we encounter uh, a lot of people. Everybody seemed to, uh, whether they were in the different venues, listening to music, playing cards. They have a bowling alley, believe it or not, on, on the ship in the sports bar. Uh -huh. There was always something to do. Uh, if, if that was how you wanted to enjoy your, your, your time. Nice. And you mentioned that this is a Bermuda cruise. So how much time did you actually spend in Bermuda? We were a day and a half from Bermuda. Uh, which gave us plenty of time to rent a scooter. And we'd been to Bermuda maybe 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. The weather was great. It, it docked in Hamilton, which is right near the fort. The weather was beautiful. Um, we were the only ship in port. So it wasn't as if you were in Kamazel or, or, or Nassau when five ships are there, where there were just droves of people when we were in Nassau the, the day before the end of the cruise. Since you were in the Yacht Club, did you get any special kind of like uh, disembarkation privileges as well, both at the port and when you got off the ship for good? This was something that, that we hadn't encountered. The butler will walk you down. Uh, we, we chose to um, get our bags so we wouldn't have to uh, go search for them. The butler walked us off the ship. We went through some door. And mysteriously, we were on deck five, clicked our cards and walked right off the ship, didn't wait at all in line. Very good. So let's round this interview out and give me your final thoughts of MSC Davina. I think the Davina or any of those, there's four of those class ships uh, for MSC. If, if people are looking to do something a little different, that they, they, they want to have more options for cruising. And uh, other than maybe the courtyard villas on, on, on NCL, this is probably the finest service that we've ever received 
uh, uh, we've been cruising since uh, maybe the year 2000. It is a little bit more pricey, but with the service that you get, I'd have I'd ask people to take a look at it, uh, try it. I just think that uh, everybody we encountered on the ship, uh, as I say, it's they treat you like family, and you really don't get that. It's rare that you get that on a large passenger ship, and I think it's the Italian culture that is driven by all of the employees who everybody we encountered had been there for a number of years. They seem happy. Uh, they're well taken care of. And I think, as you know, if you have a happy employee, you're going to have a happy uh, cruise passenger. Yeah, just like having a happy wife, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more, Doug. <laughs> Let me ask you this uh, in closing here. Did you find that the MSC Yacht Club, the value for the dollar was com- uh, really fair? I believe it is. We are going to uh, look to do some other cruises with MSC. Um, as I say, we had not taken one, not Yacht Club, but uh, if I can... That is definitely my preference uh, based on either itinerary or when my wife and I uh, have have time off from work. And uh, it's certainly something that I think people will be surprised that for the value, it's a great experience. And and, and I'm I'm glad that we we found it by accident, quite truthfully. (laughs) Nice. We've been talking with Howard Coffin about his latest seven-night sailing to Bermuda aboard MSC Davina. Howard, my friend, thank you so much for being here this evening. Thank you, Doug. Great talking with you. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.